Hello out there, my friends. It is I, Hondo Onaka. Now you know what to do. You must tune in to my favorite podcast, The Five-ish Fangirls. Otherwise, there could be consequences. continue all the way to episode 362 of the five-ish fangirls podcast Woo! i've not seen this much love in a room since narcissus discovered himself welcome everyone to this week's episode of the five-ish fangirls podcast so glad you us let's start off like newer with the virtual table and see who's joined us this week this is Brittany in Belvedere. this is chrissy in salt lake city this is holly from wisconsin and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana, or Mount Olympus. Take your pick. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> only gods can live on Mount Olympus. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's been something I've been meaning to tell you guys. <laughs> I was going to say, oh. is, there something, is there something you need to mention? <laughs> something you need to share with the class, Rachel? And <laughs> you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Never actually had a pomegranate, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, we'll get to that. First up, we need to do Zen News, just a little bit. Uh, first up in convention news, uh, the podcast award submissions for this year's Andy PopCon podcast uh, contest uh, are now open. So you can go to the PopCon website and submit your podcast to the appropriate category and uh, crush fingers and see if you win <laughs> come June. <laughs> so. yep. Super exciting. Yep. Well, yeah. We're working really hard on the back end to up the award ceremony <laughs> so there's a bit more pomp and circumstance than there has been recently so well it's been one really. guy doing most of the work now he has help so yeah well given the last couple of years you could probably be forgiven for for less That's pomp true. and circumstance That's than true. you normally would like so so anyway so Anyone out, out there, podcasters, mm -hmm. go enter. And anyone's eligible, any podcast, anywhere. You don't have to be in Indiana. I mean, it helps if you can come to PopCon. That way, if you win, you can accept your award in person. But even if you know you can't make it to the show, still submit. <laughs> <You know>? Sure. <laughs> we can mail your award to you. And and you you could you could record a, an acceptance speech if you really wanted to. <laughs> mm -hmm. We'll post it somewhere so people can be like, "Thank you." <clears throat> well, anyway, because I mean, regardless of whether you're there, you still get to put winner next to your name, so or your show's Absolutely. name. Absolutely, you still get the bragging rights. <laughs> All right, well, moving on to. Wait, you found this piece of news, Chrissy. I did yeah. indeed. So I will I will chat this one up. I'm actually pretty excited. So a little bit of a little bit of background. Um 
so you have Crunchyroll, who is that, that you know streams a lot of anime, but they don't have everything. If you know you've looked on there, like there's been stuff that I specific things I'm like, oh, I want to watch this, and no, it's not there. Even though I do have a Crunchyroll account, and then there's Funimation, mm-hmm. they have their own thing, yep. uh, and so there's uh-huh. kind of this, you know, if you're a big anime fan and you want to watch all the anime that you you know could to your heart's desire you could only get certain ones i mean it, both have a pretty big catalog but uh anyway as as is as is wont to have crunchyroll got bought up by sony funimation mm-hmm. was no wait i've gotten that i've got what warner brothers bought both bought one of them and sony bought mm-hmm. the other i'm forgetting which is which and then, and because, and it turned, and it thought we we thought that I think it was Crunchyroll got bought by Warner Brothers. I'm sorry, I'm getting this all mixed up. Nope. Point is, one of them was just was probably Sony just be, owned, yeah, Funimation, and yes. then completed its acquisition of Crunchyroll for one point one seven five billion dollars. Yes. Well, the the fear <laughs> was that, that Crunchyroll was just going to be like a tab, like the anime tab on on HBO Max or something. But now Sony's got them both, and and then it was like, well, maybe Crunchyroll will will, will be rolled <laughs> into Funimation. Yeah, but no, Funimation <laughs> is going to be rolled into Crunchyroll, which yeah. is kind of a big deal because yeah, Funimation's been doing some unsavory things i don't want to go too much into the politics of it because it, it's it's a it's a long and nasty road but point is uh some of funimation's policies have come back to bite them in the butt and now they're mm-hmm. just gonna be criminal and this kind of you know jaw was on the floor when i saw this news mm-hmm. but either way so and there's you know there's a, a an faq page link to on this this link um and i looked at it because i do have a crunchyroll subscription um basically if you're a crunchyroll subscriber you don't have to do anything the rates i don't know if the rates are going to go up they didn't say anything but i it's not outside the real possibility i'm sure um mm-hmm. but i mean crunchyroll is still pretty uh, affordable um oh yeah but all, you know eventually and it's going to be a process they're going to roll they're going to bring all their stuff over to crunchyroll the interface is going to stay the same now, now, if you're a Funimation subscriber, um, all the current series, because they'll do simulcasts where new anime, like they'll update new episodes, but they're not going to bring any new series on. It's all just going to be on Crunchyroll. But if there's a current series that you're watching on Funimation, it's going to finish. And then eventually Funimation is just going to be phased out and it's all going to be on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. So and there's I'm your hoping huge... I have some... I have some digital Funimation because I had bought some anime DVDs. So, it, right. hey, free digital copy. It's just like, yeah. hmm. Oh, I haven't, What's going to yeah. happen to that? <laughs> now, I haven't heard, but uh, one way or the other, but then this is just me guessing. But, mm-hmm. uh, and where this is Sony that owns it uh, and that they're kind of, you know, minus, minus the video game <laughs> component or, you know, department of their of their company which that's another story entirely i kind of get the feeling that they're going to take care of that somehow they're they oh, might yeah. introduce they might take the technology that fun, the funimation had and say oh yeah we're you know here's your crunchy roll digital library now because i can't mm-hmm. imagine that they would be like oh sorry you're just screwed yeah but it 
but it feels like they're making this into the one big hey this is our anime um arm which you know with it being sony and sony is a japanese company originally obviously they have you know offices and whatnot all over the place but mm-hmm. i can't imagine they wouldn't take care of that but everything is still very much in the in in the beginning stages but they are far enough along that they could announce this so um so yeah if there was a so you know and and they're still working on putting putting all the funimations catalog onto crunchyroll and they do have a a list that they're going to keep a running tally of everything that 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 has been migrated over so check that out because i was I was trying to watch pre-tier on the, on the free side of Funimation because I did not want to give Funimation any money if I could help it. Um, but the ads were annoying. But I'm like, oh, yay, it's going to come to Crunchyroll eventually. So I'm watching for that one to show up. So anyway, so anime fans, rejoice. You don't have to have a gazillion different subscriptions all over the place. Now, I'm not saying Crunchyroll hasn't exactly covered themselves or, you know, has, has covered themselves in glory in certain ways. They've done some, un, well, some of their crap has, you know, been, been obnoxious. But of the, less, of the two, I think, I think Funimation is kind of the one I give the stink eye the most to. But yay Crunchyroll, yay anime, and mm-hmm. I am excited. When I'll have to get Yay for more content in one area instead of yes. You know, which one I, do I have to go to? I know. Mm-hmm. I I get the feeling, and this, and not just with anime, but just kind of in general. I get the feeling that once all these, you know, streaming people calling it the streaming wars, quote unquote. Which okay, I guess that's about as good as a good a name as anything for it. But I I get the feeling there's going to be like one or well, like a handful of streaming services, and then they just all because they've all bought each other out. Me being a UK British mystery fan, I'm waiting for the day Britbox and Acorn decide, hey, let's join teams here so everything's in one spot. Right. (laughs) Especially since, like, our library, we had, we used to have RB Digital, but then Overdrive bought them out and and I could get Acorn through RB Digital. And Mm -hmm. I, Overdrive still has it, but it's in a really, weird spot and not every library gets it because it's really expensive mm-hmm. i mean again that's something <laughs> that's a rabbit hole i could go down down mm-hmm. a long t- a long ways and everybody would be snoring before <laughs> i was done explaining so i'm not going to but yeah it's like come on guys just play nice please mm-hmm. we did all this cord cutting because we were trying to save money and now it's like uh, it's turning out to be more expensive. <laughs> yes, it's like, ugh. What a thunk. <laughs> At least I don't have to deal with any obnoxious um, direct TV customer service people. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, if I need to cancel this. I don't have to um, get my current rule back. I had it for a while, but then, like, the whole thing, mm. like, I had way too many streaming sites. I had a yeah well well and it's like okay how many like like how many are you actually watching realistically so i I mean for a long time i just had the free crunchy roll because i wasn't watching that much anime but then i started watching more and more and i was like actually this makes more sense to buy the subscription so i canceled a couple others that i had and 
did Crunchyroll, and it's they've been good to me so far as far as the streaming mm-hmm. service. Now their originals, eh, I, I kind of hope that they've given up that particular hope and dream because please don't just 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 stream <laughs> just stream stuff just stream stuff from Japan. You don't need to make anything of your own. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Mm-hmm. No. So anyway, there's that. Yep. Well, it kind of in the same vein. Uh, <laughs> it, it is streaming and streaming. It yeah. is, yeah. Referring to streaming and like, wait, where's that thing I like? Where where do I go to watch it? Mm-hmm. The, all and of our the... speculations finally been answered. <laughs> yes. Well, in this case, it was answered, but not the way I expected. Uh, right, yes. I really <laughs> thought that all this stuff was going to go to Hulu. But no, well, I kind of the I MCU, thought there might have been all the MCU shows pre Disney Plus, so Agents of Shield, Agent Carter, all the Defenders related, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, all of those, instead of going to Hulu, are going to Disney Plus. They've been removed from Netflix as of the end of February. Um, it will soon be available for streaming on Disney Plus in U.S., Canada, Next U.K., Monday. Ireland, and Australia, New Zealand. Um, <clears throat> and there are going to be updated parental controls also mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. So, so you don't have to worry about your youngins watching mm-hmm. Toy Story and suddenly stumbling upon Daredevil. Uh, well, <laughs> well, if, if, my kids, if my kids have been watching Toy Story and Disney Plus just tells them that they might like Daredevil... There's something wrong with your algorithm, first off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Still, I do. I, I do don't think that'll happen. <laughs> yes, but you know. But that, yeah. So uh, I, I understand. Yeah, I'm, and I'm I, glad that uh, they are all they are all getting moved. To, you know, Disney. There are some people out there. You know who you are. They're all like, "Good, all the Netflix stuff will just disappear." I'm like, no, because. Nope. It is canon now, yeah. thanks to a couple of mm-hmm. recent. It was <laughs> in my mind, it was canon anyway. But right. for yes. all the haters, they made it canon pretty blatantly in a, re- a few mm-hmm. recent productions that have come out in the last few months. I'm just yes. saying, yes, yes, yep. this is true. <laughs> and and like, I mean, yeah, it, you know, if you if Disney was worried about you know the the not being family friendly, but at the same time, like those are Marvel things, so it would make wouldn't make a lot of sense to put them on Hulu. And yeah, so it's like yeah, they could do that, but mm. yeah. And honestly, I don't think there's any reason for them not to put more adult content on Disney Plus. I mean, it's right. kind of it's kind of the world's worst kept secret that Disney does produce PG thirteen and R rated stuff just under you know Touchstone or Hollywood mm-hmm. Pictures or one of their other labels. So. It's like, who are you guys fooling? Really? Right. Because yeah. <laughs> I think we had even mentioned earlier when they came out, we had discussed this too. And I had mentioned, well, maybe they'll have a special adults only section. Well, here yeah. we go. Probably or, you know, show. I mean, they are, they already have the kids profile. Mm-hmm. Right. Which yeah. is like, well, it's like mom and dad are going to be able to watch something once the kids go to sleep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, Netflix has the same thing. 
I think Hulu has as a, a similar thing that they only have. It's you know you create a profile and that's the one that your kids use. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like well, I mean, and yeah, the the parental controls very appreciated, of course. Um, but it's like uh, to me, it's a non-issue. Yeah. With the but you know I appreciate the gesture because <laughs> sometimes I want to watch something a little more grown up. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like I get my fill of Muppet Babies and Mickey Mouse Roadster Racers, <laughs> and well, you know, I'm like, you know, these aren't too bad. Yeah. PJ masks, that kind of thing. These are, <clears throat> as far as kids programming, but you know, I need something a little more grown up sometimes. Mm. Yep. Um, and then in Disney adjacent, uh, <laughs> from the Jim Henson Company, um, they are working with. Uh, this co- name of this company, Mighty Coconuts. <laughs> you got to name an organization something, so why not? Um, hey, it's memorable. <clears throat> yeah, they are working with. Yeah, they are working with them to develop a thirty-six hole virtual reality course yes. set uh-huh. in the I world of labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Take me there. Yes. <laughs> Holly's like, when's my next vacation? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and how much are those virtual goggles gonna set me back? I can say yeah. now. <laughs> well, and and I know both Holly and Brittany have had opportunities to play in mm-hmm. virtual reality, thanks to Chauncey. <laughs> so, yes. <exactly. laughs> Granted, they were playing Star Wars, but still, yeah, <laughs> it counts. It counts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I'm like, ooh, it's like I'm bad at miniature golf in real life. I can't be much worse in virtual reality. So, <laughs> you know. So what if I wing hoggle a couple of times? Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not like you're actually losing your ball in the pond. Mm-hmm. Or the bog, the, the bog of a turtle stench, yeah. or that too. <laughs> Just be glad it's VR and not the holodeck, so we don't have smell o vision quite yet. So <laughs> true, yes, yeah. With Sir Didymus be our caddy? Yeah, really. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That would be awesome. That's <laughs> uh, due to be released sometime in the summer. Holly, you're going to have to get it and then do a review for the podcast. <laughs> we can hear it through all the squee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will start saving pennies now for the Labyrinth Fund. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that Chauncey would be like, and sold so that I can get Rachel to play in VR more. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Hey, whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. One of these days I'll get back to playing Doctor Who <laughs> that I started pre-pandemic. <laughs> oh. Oh my. Oh. All right. Well, that's it for Zen News. So um moving on to feedback some feedback from Shalane. um 
uh, talking about uh, some of the stuff we talked about uh, last show. Um, and uh, talking about the uh, the ship nail <laughs> the rescue rangers movie um, she says that she wasn't sure she says I wasn't sure how I felt about a Chippendale Rescue Ranger live action movie going uh, the rest of us yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she figured that they would do something similar in the veins of like the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies or oh, the yeah. Smurfs Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's something that's been done recently too which they i mean they kind of have except only one of them is cgi so you know kind of sort of kind of sort of if you tilt your head and squint, squint. a little bit yeah 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 um and she said another 80s pop culture reference uh, she forgot to mention for season five of Stranger Things that could appear is Full House. It could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, talking about our names that we pulled from the hat last episode. Uh, she's pretty much the same as us as far as the things that we've seen these gentlemen in like yeah liam neeson phantom mm-hmm. menace narnia the lego movie mm-hmm. the dark knight series john reese davies and indiana jones and lord of the rings so yeah it, it's funny it's funny on the her her entry for john reese davies like the only movies i've seen him in are yeah. indiana jones one and three lord of the rings aladdin three jungle book two maybe yeah they're this whole like, big list i'm like still a only. lot yeah i'm like only huh both guys have been around for a while so yeah the the resume is a bit long but yeah yes we have our wheelhouses and you can kind of see where our priorities lie when it comes to consumption of media Mm -hmm. indeed yes um oh and then uh, she followed up with, oops, sorry, um, uh, another movie that she thinks that the Chippendale movie it might be in the similar vein is the movie Free Guy, which I know is now on Disney Plus and yes. I have not watched it I yet. Apparently, watch it's actually one. quite good. <laughs> so, yeah, I told Jared yeah. that, and he's he was like, "Yeah, I want to watch it." Are you talking about talking about it for the podcast? I'm like, mm, "No, we're talking about Hercules." But I thought you wanted to watch it. And he's like, "Well, we'll do it later." yeah <laughs> but yeah we're yeah. it is it is it's on, on our, the list I it's on the list, list. Yes. i just yeah like i have that list is just insane yeah and now looking at the calendar yeah. and it's like oh it's march oh it's march 7th like the academy awards are in like two weeks three weeks i can't count we gotta discuss our picks yeah, I was, yeah. I was, well i think we leave we've got some time we've got like two yeah. weeks yeah. to make our picks yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but i gotta watch some more stuff before i can maybe choose you come to a point where you're just like okay i'm just gonna throw a dart and see where it lands mm-hmm. <laughs> yes coin flip yeah this isn't like 2019 so <laughs> yeah 
where it was all in our favor i know <laughs> it yeah. was black panther and bohemian rhapsody everywhere yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah since then not quite so much not so much no so anyway thank you shalane for your feedback mm -hmm. as always so yes on to this week's main topic where we get to discuss a well it would be classic because it's not old enough to be classic but well retro a, for us a, at this retro, point 20 a classic 25 years our, 25 yeah. years enough to be considered retro a classic <laughs> from our childhood well okay childhood? retro when, when you know i was growing up in the 90s retro was the 70s so i mean i was 14 when this movie was released so hmm. yeah i was i was going into my freshman year of high school in 97 so <laughs> i was me. a junior in high school so yeah yeah for was... me it was like that bubble i was 12 so i was not i was just at a you know elementary school into middle yeah. school and so it's kind of like it's kind of that border that borderline for me of you know i saw it when i was a little kid but i wasn't a little little kid it's not like little mermaid where i saw mm, that one when right. i was four yeah i was but, a Around the perfect age, the kind of like the high, I was seven. Yeah. So I was like, about the right age for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still, so. I, I mean, we still saw it and loved it. And at the time, you know, speaking of Shalane, she was a baby. And it was just <laughs> funny because she was just so adorable. And we call, you know, we like, oh, look, baby Hercules looks just like little Shalane. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. and so i always think about that when i see that I'm like oh that's when shalane yeah. was a baby yeah. well and yes, regardless I, I... of what label you want to use on generationally how old this movie is um i do like you know it's always fun to do these disney movies that we remember fondly from when we were younger mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh even more so when they're the ones that have like historical even if it's not necessarily true historical, but they yeah. have ties to something that is really old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then it's and fun to do that to look into the source material for for what it is. In this case, it's the story of Hercules, which yeah. I've had fun going down the YouTube rabbit hole of <laughs> watching various. <laughs> Various videos of talking about the various. It, it depends what language you were reading and writing at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the variations of the story of of Hercules and even yeah. his how his name is pronounced. Right. Well. Well, because <laughs> so. Hercules is the way the Romans said it, yeah. but and Greek is mm -hmm. Heracles. But yes. at, like people, mm -hmm. even before this movie came out, they knew it as hercules so that's yeah. what they mm -hmm. kept and and honestly yes we're gonna get this out of the way it is this movie is definitely not the traditional story of not hercules oh, no. from greek mythology mm -hmm. so yep. you know if that's a hang-up for it, you it's it's not even it's fanfic it, it is fanfic <laughs> it is i mean just greek mythology in general this is very <laughs> very very sanitized 
<laughs> this, this is Hercules yeah. for kids. Like, okay, so this yes. movie came out, and then I think a year or two later, there was an animated version of Hercules and Xena that we watched a lot. Uh-huh. And that I just sounds remember, about right. Yeah, I remember Kevin, watching that. Kevin, yeah, Zorbo Kevin Sorbo and, and Lucy Lawless. They, I mean, it was Lawless, animated, yes. but they gave they they did the the voices, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is not because I, at the time I was not well versed in Greek mythology. I really didn't really know that much about it, and then I was so like, wait, wait a minute, what? He, who? What? Hera and Zeus and what? The, mm-hmm. What the heck? I don't know. Aries. Like, Aries. <laughs> what? What the heck is this even going on? But now I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. It was it was the Disney version, which is fine, as long as you realize it's the Disney version and you can enjoy it yes. for what it is. And I that and being I said, absolutely do enjoy <laughs> it for what it is. Disney, the the animators and the scriptwriters again did a really good job about putting references in there, mm-hmm. kind of like Romeo and Juliet, where if yes. you know the source material. You're going to be like, oh, that's very funny. Yes. If you're an adult and it's going to go right over your little kid's head so you don't have to worry about them being traumatized by, uh, you know, said references, you know, like when after Hercules and Meg have their day out and he's talking about everything and he's like, oh, you know, we did this and this and oh, that play, that Oedipus thing. And I thought I had problems. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, you know, there it is. The joke, the joke for the adults who probably read Oedipus in high school, if not college. Yeah. And then the kids are just like, oh, this is fun. And they're being cute together. And all this, and it, you know, and that's, that is Disney. Well, definitely Disney Renaissance. Yeah. Because Hercules mm-hmm. is in, in that mode, even though it's might not be considered part of it. It's getting towards the end. Cause at this point, Katzenberg had left. Mm-hmm. um and actually uh according to the trivia on imdb uh supposedly some of um haiti's more dramatic traits are based <laughs> on based on jeffrey katzenberg <laughs> oh my some some of Haiti's more diva-like moments uh, yes. were taken from lot, the people that yeah. knew Jeffrey yeah. when he used to work there. So. Yeah, although a lot of it was just James Woods improvising and just doing his Yeah, thing, he pretty which... much improvised the role mm-hmm. even yeah, even once they gave him a her, uh, Hades was supposed to be way more serious and more mm-hmm. like scary, like you know, like an Ursula or maybe you know, Corella Deville type evil character. But then James Wood gets into the recording booth and just starts. So they are like frantically rewriting the script to make it mm-hmm. fit more of this persona that he's giving Hades, and he's like, "Oh, thanks!" Throws it over his shoulder and keeps ad libbing. You know, he went pretty, very pretty Robin much. Williams with <laughs> Hades like robin did with genie <laughs> so yes exactly mm-hmm. and it's like because I, I was reading one bit where like the, you know they were when they were first casting hades and you know they went through all these different people and they you know they were like doing the big booming god imperious voice like i'm the mm-hmm. villain and everything and 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 james wood comes in and just says hey name's hades lord of the dead hi how you doing and they're like oh that's our guy Mm-hmm. and then and so that's kind of where that whole, where the <laughs> yeah. character came from is him just kind of being 
uh, well, uh, okay. So I remember at the time, like Disney Channel had this show called Movie Surfers. Maybe some of you of a certain age will, will remember this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the conceit was it was all these kids mm-hmm. that were chatting online together and they were learning about behind the scenes of certain Disney movies. They did one for Hercules. And so there was, you know, an interview with James Woods and he was talking about how, you know, Hades, he's a quick talker. He likes to schmooze a little. And I'm just, I just always remember that, that interview when I watch this movie and I'm just like, yeah, that, yep. <laughs> it's like, and there, there's just certain things. It's that. And the scene when Hercules has like sliced the, the, the head off the Hydra right away it's just kind of laying there with no head and it looks like a big ham mm-hmm. well one of the kids you know on this, as a joke on the show was like rewinding it back and forth so like it would fall and then grow out heads again but then he rewind it like oh and that's lost its heads now they now they're grown back and now they've lost it and i'm like okay that's kind of funny but also a little gross yeah <laughs> but they, yeah. they were they were talking up the cg in the in the of the hydro which was kind yeah. of funny but yeah so that was so yeah i was just there's a lot of things that were just really fun with all that yeah so well let's um kind of back up a little well a little let's back up a lot to ancient greece uh <laughs> <laughs> yes as we do <laughs> years before 1997 uh just a little bit uh with the the actual source material of hercules or heracles or you know he's had lots of names again depending on which um yeah story you read translation uh, and years and just different cultures over time yeah the the general consensus at the very least is he is the son of zeus because zeus Mm -hmm. was the god equivalent of albert einstein (laughs) the ladies yes Uh, especially human ladies even though there are plenty of goddesses for him to schmooze with you know and he's married to hera of all people but he really liked the human ladies. Um, and so in one version, well, most versions, he takes a liking to this one particular woman, disguises himself as her husband. They get it on. She gets pregnant. Nine months later, bada bing, bada boom, you've got a baby. There are some versions yeah. where Zeus gets her pregnant and then her husband comes home that night. They get it on as well. So she ends up pregnant with twins obviously not identical twins fraternal twins because two separate fertilizations two different you know how that works um so but again so many months later two babies and you know they're because they're brand new babies are like well one of these is zeus's and one of these is my mortal husband's i'm not sure which one meanwhile hera finds out what her husband did it was like, well, we're not going to have that. So she sends these poisonous snakes down to the nursery to kill the babies. She figures, just kill them both. That way, you know, if it, it, I, there's no way I can get the wrong one. They hear cry, you know, the, the human parents hear crying, run to the nursery. The mortal baby is there crying up a storm. The other baby, who we now know is the son of Zeus, has strangled 
said poisonous snakes. <laughs> so so mm-hmm. that that is referenced in the movie where yes. you know the yeah, they just turned Hercules mortal and pain and panic turned into these snakes and he's gonna attack him and he just grabs him, strangles him and throws him and just looks up like I'm the cutest darn thing you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. <laughs> so 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 there's one bit where you know that the myth the myth comes into the story of the animated story in in a certain way yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and then again depending on what version you talk to hercules he grows up Mm -hmm. uh he's very strong um that strength gets him into trouble because he didn't know his own strength but supposedly at one point He's taking music lessons and his teacher makes him mad. So he takes this, his lyre, you know, the, the lyrical guitar the, harp thing. The harp. Yes. Bangs it over the music teacher's head, but does it so hard he kills the music teacher. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, eventually he grows up and uh, goes off to, to live his own life um he he does meet a woman named magira who he ends up marrying and having apparently a crap ton of kids with um and uh again hera is jealous because her husband's spawn that he had with another woman is alive and you know in a happy marriage with lots of kids having a great life so she um puts a spell on him makes him go crazy he ends up killing his kids and in one version meg um and uh he's once the madness goes away he realizes what he's done he's so distraught so he goes to this oracle and is like you know i've done this horrible horrible thing how can i you know fix it and um she's like the, the oracle is all like well you gotta the, it, again it depends on the story at one point he goes into slavery um he gives himself as a slave to someone for a year um he ends up meeting and marrying another woman um so the meg in the movie is actually a combination of like all four of hercules's wives that he had because uh, he had three mortal wives um and then when he eventually dies and goes to mount olympus with the gods um he ends up marrying technically his half sister but i guess when you're a god it well genetics don't matter the well <laughs> zeus zeus and hera were you know technically siblings so it yeah, yeah there's there's a lot that just there's a lot of our modern sensibilities when you read these stories you're like that sounds so weird but to them back then it's like perfectly it perfect normal. sense and it's not yep. it's not bad or better or anything like that it just is different so yep. and mm-hmm. so you have to remember when you're reading these ancient stories it was different and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but i'm the, sure there's the- stuff that if it went from from our time period if it went back in time it would be weird to them yeah yeah um but at one point he uh finds himself in trouble and has to kind of you know wipe the slate slate clean i like you know natasha he's got red in his ledger he's trying to you know he's trying to you know clear it um and that's when he gets the 
the 12 what becomes the 12 labors now i didn't know this because i've always like oh the 12 labors of hercules but actually it's supposed to be 10 problem is two of them got disqualified so you end up having to do two more <laughs> that's yes. why it's 12 i did not know that yeah they really like, oh, it's 12. yeah they, they really put him through the through his paces uh, on yeah. those mm-hmm. yeah which they they show in like visual representations of a lot of them in in the movie like the the Nemean lion um obviously we see him defeat the hydra which is one of the the labors that got disqualified because he had help he had a nephew help him uh so that one get disqualified uh the the i'm gonna butcher a lot of these i'm so sorry the aramanthian boar we see that yeah on the side of a pot at one point Mm. i think one of my favorite is when phil while hercules is getting like his portrait painted (laughs) and phil is going over his schedule for the day and one of them is he has to go to visit the amazons and get a girdle <laughs> mm-hmm. yes and it, yeah so again if you if you're versed in greek mythology all these little hints of you gotta go get a girdle from some amazons yeah <laughs> just, it was a bit more complicated than that well yes mm-hmm. i mean just he didn't lately. necessarily have to kill hippolyta it just happened in the end you know everything kind of spiraled out of control so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he could have just gotten the girdle and just kind of left but though the amazons were like ah he's here to enslave us and the fight broke out and hippolyta got killed in the process you know how it goes sometimes yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> these things happen yeah mm-hmm. no biggie <laughs> yep <laughs> uh yeah. but yeah, I was. Uh, I found that quite interesting when watching the various YouTube videos. They're like, "Yeah, it was twelve. It was twelve labors, but really, he only needed to do ten. It's just some of them got disqualified. So, like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's it's Greek mythology. You kind of just it gets a little bonkers at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah and obviously <laughs> not just with hercules but with greek mythology in general mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's yeah. it can be very i mean the the stories are kind of supposed to be you know in a way parables you know they're supposed to like teach people certain morals and certain ideals like the whole the idea with hercules who you know he's essentially a god and it has all this strength and is you know revered by so many people but even people who are seemingly the most amazing people ever could still screw up yes mm-hmm. well <laughs> that's the story of greek mythology in, in general, general. In general. <laughs> yeah yeah um, that's true <laughs> yeah but i mean it's yeah it's it's just you know all these these stories these myths folklore i mean the, every culture has has them to one degree or another and it's mm-hmm. just these ones and you know greek the you know greek culture 
you know, spiral down to Roman culture. And then that's kind of where Western civilization spawned from, more or less. So, I mean, that's kind of why we have that connection to it. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of, I don't want to say it's on par with, with fairy tales like Snow White and stuff, but it's, it's kind of that same thing. Like, these are all stories that we know um, because they're, you know, it's all connected to our sort of collective cultural psyche mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. You know that bad idea you kind of had that you thought might be good to try? Well, here, read this and we'll, and then hold mm-hmm. the character's beer while you're their beer for mm-hmm. read. Right. <laughs> Rethink that. <laughs> but in, in, yeah, Disney's animated movie is really just one of a bazillion. Oh, yeah iterations mm-hmm. of hercules in art in general i mean he's been the subject mm-hmm. matter of so many paintings and sculptures and you know all going back to the era that he in, in theory should be from you know mm-hmm. uh you know, ancient rome and uh you know just in italy which i mean considering in theory it's he's dates back to ancient rome which is in italy so i guess Mm -hmm. yeah it's the hometown guy um but just in italy in the 50s and 60s there were 19 movies made about hercules just in italy (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Well, it's that whole, I mean, you know, this goes back to, I can't remember who it was. Um, one of the original, one of the uh, guys who wrote Superman comics, you know, more, you know, more recent ones. Um, he even said, like, he, he saw this movie and it was like, you know, this is one of the best Superman movies <laughs> I've ever seen. And he actually wrote <laughs> Superman comics. Um, so it's like, like, you know, those ideas of, superheroes and things like that that comes from you know the, the these myths and mythology so you know for you know to to do the story for you know in you know the late 90s for for sort of modern audiences it's like well you guys know superman you know that kind of whole thing you know and he's a sort of aw shucks country boy and goes to the big city to mm-hmm. you know try to <laughs> do some good and you know become a hero and he meets this 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 woman who's a little you know a bit more worldly has had had some more experiences and life's knocked her down a little bit more than than normal than you'd like but you know but then he's like just so in earnest and he just wants to help (laughs) and you love Mm -hmm. him for it even though he kind of he get he's he's kind of naive at at the beginning but he's Mm -hmm. still he does he still does does a lot of good so it's like when when i saw that i was like oh yeah it is totally a superman a version of superman Mm -hmm. (laughs) without even meaning to be which i think is great because i love superman Mm -hmm. actually i think i like this more than superman (laughs) well yes (laughs) but that's just me uh yeah, I mean, 
they like they they um not necessarily the moral of the story but you know where hercules goes to try and figure out you know his origin story because he doesn't know what it is in the mm-hmm. movie um and he gets to talk to his father via big ass statue uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good thing yes. that it's a good thing james woods did what he did for hades because you could, i don't think you could have two characters that are like the big booming and the big booming fits really well for zeus yes it does yes. Yes. Um, that, that's mm-hmm. kind of you know what you when you you know think of zeus that's what you think of is he's the you know got the great big voice and he's the king of the gods and 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 all that so yeah it's yeah. definitely your charleston heston's and your sean connor yes those which voices. which i had totally forgotten charleston heston is the guy who is the narrator at the beginning mm-hmm. um, gets to narrate muses. for a whole like 10 seconds before yes. the, the muses are still- like it's, hold on honey <laughs> it's still Moses like come on I know <laughs> which is still which is funny you got you got you know Moses <laughs> um, narrating a story about uh, Greek mythology yeah it still cracks me up <laughs> yeah but, um, yeah but you know the, he uh um yeah uh hercules has this um conversation with his his father and um yeah his father's like well you can rejoin us if you can prove that you're a true hero and you hear the word hero and yeah, throughout throughout the rest of the film, yeah, Hercules does a lot of heroic things. Mm-hmm. Which you know, to them, like, because when he first shows up in Thebes, and all those people are like, you know, there was the locusts and the floods and the earthquakes, and we need we need someone to help us with with all these things. And so, yeah, to him, he's like, oh yeah, I can help because I have super strength and I know how to, you know, do these things, and, mm-hmm. and you know help to help so your 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 cities and your homes aren't going to be completely wrecked all the time mm-hmm. and that's that's in his mind that's what heroes are supposed to do exactly mm-hmm. exactly but the the problem is is he's trying to be a true hero because he has to be a true hero mm-hmm. to get back to olympus when the but because his motivation is if i do these things i'll get to go back with my family it's not really true heroism yeah he's not being selfless he's not doing it because it is genuinely for someone else he's doing it because oh i yeah this is for me you know, and, you know, and, and there's that scene where he goes back to Zeus and is like, I'm an action figure and I, you know, I've done all these things. He's like, well, you're not, you're not there yet. You haven't shown. And he's like, what do I even, well, what else do I even have to do? And he's like, sorry, you got to figure this one out yourself. Mm-hmm. And it, in the end, he, the, the reason that he, he succeeds is because he stopped thinking about himself. 
and you know it's not it's not that what he wanted was was bad necessarily it was that it was just for him and not for you know not for anybody else mm-hmm yeah, and, and you know the fact that's that what he, makes a difference. Yeah, and and the fact that he and and Meg were in love. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Not that Meg will admit it. <laughs> I know that song. I don't know how many times I rewound it when I was when I'd re, when I'd watch this show, watch this movie because I loved it. I don't know. I don't know which part I liked singing the most, whether it was Meg's part or the Muse's part, but I sang that song over and over <laughs> and over again because i loved it so much and when i when i took when i took uh, uh singing lessons i was like how do i figure out how to sing this song in a recital because mm-hmm. I, I didn't have anyone to do a duet with or anything but it never happened but oh i love it i love that song mm-hmm. which i know everybody else like loves go the distance but oh, I love, I love, I won't see I win love. It's Which is a, is a good song in and of itself. And it has, it has its, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's place. I know it's a, it's a very uh, popular song on people's playlists that do the run Disney events. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard it at like marathons you know, and stuff, graduations and stuff like that. And yeah very you know especially back then and everybody they if they had a musical number they sang go the distance yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah what's well, interesting for this being a animated disney you know kind of you know that disney renaissance era movie it doesn't actually have a lot of musical numbers no it doesn't no. like there's no like you have the opening with the muses mm-hmm. hercules has one song go the distance yeah mm-hmm. like, like phil has no... his one song meg has her one song yeah hades doesn't even have a villain song yeah no. i would love to see what they would have done for a villain song for him yeah that would have been hilarious <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> although, although I don't know, I don't know how good of a singer James Woods is. So you know, with with Danny DeVito singing, which yeah. I, I'm not complaining about his singing because his his voice works for that song and, and the and the mm-hmm. character. Yes. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I mean it, it. It'd have to be like on par with with Friend Like Me, and I don't know if they could have pulled it yeah. off. But maybe I don't know. Yeah. Never say never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And they could have gone someone else because like, they did that a lot. Like, someone would, they would have like two voice actors, one for voice and one for singing. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that was true. even the case in this. I mean, the Hercules' singing voice is a different person than his speaking voice. And yeah. actually, young Hercules versus grown up Hercules are two different voice actors. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, it's not the the end of the world for for disney to do that they just decided not mm. to go that route which you know once again when you have alan menken doing your music you just kind of let him go <laughs> yeah he knows, no, do what, sure. he knows how to do this <laughs> yeah. he kind of knows what he's doing sure. um although we could have gotten a slightly different soundtrack if they had gotten their original choice for the muses, which was the Spice Girls. I read that. I was like, excuse me? Mm. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, well, if they'd gotten them, 
I mean, okay, because this was the time period that I was also I was into Spice Girls. I do not I I, I do not regret it at all. I was middle Same. school. That was oh me too. Was I thing. was a huge mm-hmm. Spice yeah. Girls fan. Oh yeah, like Same. I had I, I bought like all these photographs, put it in my locker, and all this stuff, and. I had I was, boots that had a platform that had to have been four inches thick. Yes. <laughs> so, and it was just kind of, it was the sort of thing. So, you know, if they had gotten the Spice Girls at the time, we would have been just like, okay, yeah, they have the Spice Girls. That's great. But now, like, thinking about it, like, I don't know that it would have worked quite quite so well. I don't know. Yeah. If it been, I don't know if it would have been the same. Yeah, because it probably wouldn't have had the gospel feel to it. Because I don't right. think that's something necessarily of the Spice Girls that's not in their purview. I mean, they probably could have tried, but you know, it, it's not necessarily their wheelhouse. Meanwhile, having the muses and having this very kind of Southern Baptist gospel feel to it, you know, you you could just see the muses if they were human in the modern day at some church in the deep south with their yeah. big hats you know just yeah. shaking yeah, the tambourine <laughs> which honestly i mean now that i think about it if they had gotten the the spice girls to do it it would have dated the movie really really badly it would have yeah. it would not yeah. have been as i mean some of the cgi is a little bit off but not as bad as i thought it was going to be when i watched it this this time i was like oh yeah they had the cgi hydra and all this like oh it's gonna look awful actually it didn't so i mean as far as you know uh, uh, you know a movie looking looking dated looking old it really there are a few moments but not as much as i thought it would be and i feel like if Mm -hmm. they had gotten the spice girls that probably would have that probably would have made it like definitely a a, a product of its time (laughs) which i mean it's i mean disney already was doing that with Mm -hmm. these renaissance era movies where they would take like the one hit song from the movie in this case go the distance and have like a radio version that could be played on regular radio and it was played recorded And over, usually recorded and by popular artists artists of the time in this case it was go the distance sung by michael bolton oh yes. that's right mm-hmm. so. uh, yeah and <laughs> and there was a whole music video for it which actually wasn't mm-hmm. too bad it just was yeah. no all it was i mean all they, there Disney was a, a pop version of beauty and the beast that got mm-hmm. played on the radio yeah. which was celine dion and i can't remember people bryson the, yeah yeah um a whole new world had one yeah 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 i don't think think lion king had one if it if they did it would have been i think it was just katie feel love night was elton john which i mean right that has a circle of life it's elton john so yeah (laughs) i know because now i'm like going down the list like who else did they have i mean and then tarzan was phil collins obviously yeah right (laughs) yeah Although apparently the Spanish version of the film Go the Distance was done by Ricky Martin. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Again, of <laughs> yep. the time. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> and Go the Distance did get nominated for Best Original Song for uh, both the Golden Globes and the Academy Awards. But this was 1997 and you were nobody, <laughs> could, nobody could hold a candle to Celine Dion and that giant sinking ship. Yeah, Titanic. Uh-huh. Titanic. 
cleaned up that year let's just say yeah although it didn't win everything that it was nominated for i will hold on to that fact yes although uh, it it has it has come around in my estimation a little bit since then but that's another topic for another day and another podcast soon to be appearing on gold standard the oscars podcast yes that one mm-hmm. and by soon i mean sometime next year probably, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, I i may or may not be appearing on it i did i did message nick and say i would be interested in discussing this one so it's like i am taking my number from my place in line please and thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty much yeah um so yeah because uh, like i said i was 14 yeah, I was going into high school when this movie was released, so I was slightly out of the age bracket that would have been catered to as far as advertising and stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Brittany was in that sweet spot. Brittany, did you ever find those plates? I did not. Is it like we just recently moved, and I know which. Boxes. And I know what you're just, talking about. I'm sure I, like, I could find a, a picture on Google of someone. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely. I've seen them like on Google. Yeah, but that was that McDonald's or Burger King? It's McDonald's. Yeah, because for a while Disney and McDonald's were like buddies. Like every yeah. Disney yeah. thing that came they out, they were McDonald's. joined at the hip. Yes. Yeah. It was it was Disney for a while, McDonald's they, and yeah, Coke. For a while there, kind they, of the they, they kind of split, and they went to Burger yeah. King, and then they came back. Uh, and then there was a little bit with Pizza Hut. Yeah. The Disney McDonald's relationship has been a little tumultuous over the years. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just I just remember there was that the, that that period of time in the late 90s where it was like Disney and McDonald's and Coke were like this holy trinity of of merchandising. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um let's see what else uh, uh, of course this being the, the mid to late 90s there was a tie in video game oh yes mm-hmm. apparently it was created for the balls. PC and Playstation I um, do remember getting the Hercules print pack <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> You could make your own greeting cards. You could make your own business cards <laughs> with Hercules characters. <laughs> yes, with uh, the nice Hercules font. I still have them around. It's just you know they don't they print they some of those out and hand them out at the next convention. They don't work. It doesn't emulate anymore. Oh, bummer! Oh no. Yeah. As a Photoshop is for, uh, <laughs> although Disney might complain, but whatever. Well, yeah. it's you know, um, and uh, Hercules was also the first Disney on Ice adaptation before the film was actually theatrical released. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. That one I missed. Oh, Disney on Ice. I saw it. I saw it 
I did uh, too. I, I was, it wasn't I the was, Hercules. I, th- I would yeah. think it was more the g- generic, like, here's a whole bunch yeah. of Disney characters. It's a familiar Same. Disney music. Yep. Yeah, that's I, the Disney and Ice I remember seeing. Yeah, I, you know, I Mickey, went, Minnie, Donald, Goofy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember seeing one, but I was, I mean, I was older. I was in high school probably, and it was definitely for little little kids. And I was like, wow, uh, you know, because I mean, I I'd seen the ads all growing up, and I was like, oh, I want to. Yeah, go I was see probably Disney seven or eight when I saw it, so. Yeah, I think we went like uh, again. You know, Shalane was 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 probably of of the age. My my two younger sisters, Allison and Shalane, were that was their thing, and I was there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like all these little girls in the princess dresses, and this is kind of not for me. And because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought this. Was. <laughs> I was in a weird situation where I was a you know oldest of you know the, the we, we ranged you know from there was a 10 a 10 year age gap between me and the youngest and so like we would go to things and i you know i'd see, go see all the kid movies and all the things and it was a while before i was i was able to go to more uh, more teenage adult sorts of things just because more your age bracket yeah more my age bracket because well i didn't have a car and uh I really didn't know what the heck I was doing, which is sort of, yeah. you know, the story. If when you're in middle school, that's the story of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good old Disney on ice. <laughs> now it's on Disney Plus, but I have not watched it. But have any of you guys watched the cartoon TV series? I remember Not watching it yet. Uh, when it was on. I, I was wondering if I it's any it good. It's interesting. It is. It very much. I pretty, I'm pretty sure I either watched it on Disney Channel or Saturday Morning Cartoons when it was on ABC. Um, but I mean, there was you know the direct to DVD quote unquote sequel, which is the first three episodes smashed together with a framing device. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, it, it, it takes place when Hercules is, is training with Phil, so he's a teenager, and he goes to high school, or, you know, the Greek yep. equivalent of high school. Mm-hmm. It's basically high school with a Greek <laughs> coat of paint. And it's a little weird because Hades knows who he is, and he's trying to, to kill him, even though in the movie, Hades doesn't know that Hercules survived until he shows up as an adult. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of, there's a bit of a, a, a plot hole there. But then again, it's James Woods playing Hades, and apparently he should. Anytime Hades is in anything, well, anything, well, they any, call yeah. him up, and he's like, I'm yeah. "I'll be right there." Which is why he's yeah. in. Uh, I think it's Kingdom Hearts has yep. like Hercules all over the place because yeah. James Woods loves to play Hercules, and I do not blame the man mm-hmm. because Hades is a and it's fun too bad. character. They couldn't have gotten him to play the Hades in Once Upon a Time. Not right? that the other right? guy that they cast cast to play Hades wasn't anything yeah. to see that but I would have in my opinion I would have rather seen James Woods yeah, yeah. although Woods I wonder Bobby Carlisle like gosh that would have yes. been that would have been although, something part of me wonders if like he would have been a little too old for what they wanted in the show so I, I could cover him in blue yeah. makeup but never tell the difference right exactly that, that is true that is true but at the same time I'm like oh come on guys you need to you need to do this yeah 
but they didn't, and it was a bit of a missed opportunity. But yeah, but yeah. So so I mean, and I think they were like think, all of us like guessing like, and I think you know he still is you know whenever there's an opportunity to him for him to play the character, he does it mm-hmm. even now. Oh I don't yeah. Know what, I don't know if they've, they've done anything recently, but I don't yeah. think too recently. I mean, even when they were making the movie, they're still in production, and he was enjoying himself so much, and they were starting to go over budget. He offered to give them back his paycheck and do it for free. Wow! <laughs> that uh, now awesome. that's saying something yeah. right there. That and they were fantastic. like, "Thanks, but we'll find some extra pennies somewhere." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And they ended up going over budget, but the movie ended up being a huge success, so then they didn't care anymore. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah. it wasn't I mean it was it was still a little bit it wasn't, you know, to the to the degree of like, you know, Lion King, but it was still it, it did it did fairly well. Yeah. Yeah. So. It uh let's see here. Um Paul Schaefer as Hermes. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, it's it's opening weekend. It didn't do too well, but it was a very limited release. Um, but it, I mean, when I say limited, it, it's opening. It began as a limited release in North America, playing in one theater, and it made oh, wow. a quarter of a million dollars that weekend nothing to so sneeze at that's not nothing <laughs> no. to sneeze at so um yeah. and then it expanded to two theaters and Ooh. made 1.45 million so when it got its general release it made 21.5 million dollars so ching um, ching yeah yeah that's, that's not bad i mean it was it was less than what was projected. They were figuring 125 to 150 million, similar to Aladdin, but it ended up doing more Pocahontas money. <laughs> yeah, which Pocahontas? Well, we did our review on that. Yes, already, we have so. talked about Pocahontas. Yeah. So. Yes, so so go go check that out for our thoughts on that. But yeah, you know. yeah. I'm um, wondering if that limited light limited release then shoot them shoot them in the foot. It is possible. It could be, um, there were, uh, some other, not, not cartoons, but, uh, other films that it was competing against because that was also when Men in Black opened, uh, and Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Batman well, and Robin, um, Men in Black. Unless we um, talk about the bat yeah. nipples and the bat credit card. Thing. Well, yeah. Um, at at the time, still. at the time, Batman and Robin was was the shiz. If yes, I may, if mm-hmm. I may be so bold as to say, but yeah, yeah you're right. And it's Men in so, Black was. Oh yeah. my gosh, Men in Black was cool. amazing, and it still yeah. is. Yeah, it's, it yeah. holds up. Yes, I, I yeah. watched Men in Black quite often. Yeah, quite a few times. Yeah, I mean '97. That was just. It was an amazing year for movies. Quite, quite frankly, yeah. and mm-hmm. it just. You know, Hercules just—I guess if it had come out in a different year, it might have, might have been a little bit more than than it was. But for for the year and what it and what it was competing against, it it didn't do so bad. So you know, I'm I'm not gonna, Mm-mm. I'm not gonna judge it for that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's nothing yeah. to sneeze at. Uh, it, it, and, it held its own. Yeah, and like we said, this was this was still technically the Disney Renaissance, but this was the end of the Disney Renaissance. Right, so, very much all so. That, all that, you know, they were, uh, you know, on cloud nine going into 1990. Um, but yeah, after things like Pocahontas and some other films didn't do as well as as expected um uh, yeah. you know, once you're at the top there's only one the way to go but down on the horizon so yeah yeah but with, with katzenberg leaving and we've talked yeah. about that when talking about the eisner era and all the shady stuff going on there with you know jeffrey being able to leave with essentially the disney lineup in his brain <laughs> so right. they could go over to film DreamWorks mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, let's make hey, a movie with here's... bugs in it." Uh, yes, <laughs> pretty much. And let's make it very yeah. similar to a Bug's Life. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was that. That was that. That rivalry was was heating up. So you know, mm-hmm. as as it as it does, but you know, it was. I mean. It's still such a fun movie. Like, like I said, I I hadn't yeah. I hadn't watched it in a in a fair number of years, and I was just kind of trying to. And I, you know, last night I was just sitting with Alex watching it, and I was like, oh, let's, let's bring it up. And Alex had actually fallen asleep watching something else that we were doing, and he'd fallen asleep on me on the couch. I'm like, well, I ain't getting up. So, <laughs> luckily, I had okay. I was in front of the TV that had Disney Plus, so <laughs> we just watched it. And then he woke up in the middle and he didn't really i mean clearly he didn't know what was going on but he just kind of sat there and just enjoyed it for for what it was so he yeah i mean he and and he is the type of kid where if he's if you're watching something that he has zero interest in or if he's bored he'll let you know (laughs) he's not (laughs) he's not shy about saying now he'll like want to watch you know a, a you know luigi's mansion on on um youtube uh, one of those videos <laughs> but he just kind of sat there and just was so engrossed by it and i thought i mean because we were getting to the end with the you know he gets the titans out and he's gonna you know attack olympus and we're getting to there and i thought he might be a little scared no he just he watched it cool. so that was great so so my 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 four-year-old who you know he's 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 a uh, he he wasn't born he wasn't alive in 97 obviously yeah but he he it met with his approval so yay yeah and uh eventually (laughs) world circumstances notwithstanding eventually there's going to be a broadway production with alan Menken at the helm of course so they did a they did a you know what they had developed up to that point in, in uh, a small show pre-pandemic but obviously once the pandemic started that put the halter on things and now Al Minkins working on disenchanted uh, <laughs> so but once once he's done with that and he's working on some other things but yeah there is supposed to be a full-blown Broadway production coming eventually <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. surprised it took this long honestly yeah well hades can finally get that villain song 
Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like they please. <laughs> it's just kind of funny because I, I I I don't remember if I ever mentioned this, but someone pointed out that between the after Hunchback and Notre Dame, there wasn't another villain song until Princess and the Frog. Huh. Ooh. Now that you oh. mention it, that's well, right. well, in the yeah. in the Disney, you know, the Disney animated canon, right. I, I should specify, but yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I was like, oh, that is really? a very good villain song, though. It is a very <laughs> good villain song. I do love friends. Friends on the other side is a really good villain song. Yes, so. yes, it is. But it's like you know because um, the the one in, in Hunchback was you know Hellfire, and it's like, yeah, wow, like that's that's the last one they did until two thousand nine. Is that one? princess frog came out i can't remember now but yeah it's like like when yeah when they <laughs> that was pointed out i was like holy crap you're right <laughs> but anyway but yeah so hopefully hopefully hades gets a good a good villain song that would be awesome mm. so anyway so yeah hercules it's a fun fun movie and I think it's I think it's gaining more more appreciation as as time goes on. I not that mm-hmm. not that people hated it at the time, but it kind of was just kind of there. It wasn't really you know it wasn't mm-hmm. an Aladdin or it wasn't a Lion King. It, you know it just it kind of it didn't really people didn't seem to make an impact. And again, that's partly because of the year it came out and what else came out that year. But it's yeah. it's still now now like people can you know watch it on video or streaming and they're like oh yeah i remember this and the songs and it was so much fun and mm-hmm. and yeah and like i said it's not it's not greek mythology too much but it's not supposed to be so you you enjoy it for for what it is and not what it's not yeah exactly and now that i'm older and you know have learned more about greek mythology i you know rewatching it again especially after doing some of the research you know learning more about the 12 labors and i'm like some mm-hmm. of those visual gags i'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> yep. yep i love i just love what they do you know they do stuff like that they put stuff in there for the adults and for the kids and the fun thing is is if you watch it as a kid you can watch it again as an adult and it's still going to be fun, but for a whole other reason because now yes. you get the stuff that went over your head when you were little. Yep. And you kind of think, oh yes. my gosh, my mom let me watch this. Well, I didn't get it then, so it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, I don't... This one, it wasn't like it wasn't a bad joke. It was like a joke I didn't get when I first watched it. But I remember I was probably like sixteen and I was babysitting some kids and i put on hercules and it was the the call i x i i i remember i finally got it and i burst out laughing and the kids looked at me like i was crazy like that's not that's like it is if i explain it to you but i don't want to yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like ah should i explain roman numerals to you nah, maybe later, <laughs> later yeah. yeah that that's what that's when i did get at the time because you know we We'd, we'd gone over roman numerals in school but i was like haha i understand i get that reference <laughs> yeah 
and I'm the smarter for it. So yeah. neener neener. <laughs> it's always fun when you can have that Steve Rogers moment. Like, exactly. I get that reference. Yeah. Like, I know mm-hmm. what that means. That's hilarious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, anything else? No. Like, if if you haven't watched Hercules lately, go fire it up on Disney Plus. It's it, it's a good, it's a nice way to spend an afternoon. Mm-hmm. It still yeah. holds up. It definitely <laughs> does. I mean, and it it's a classic in its own right. Mm-hmm. Like we said, you know, it does. It's not not to the level of Lion King or whatever, but it, it doesn't need to be. Nope, oh, it's still good. Yeah. So, well, if any of our listeners want to chime in with their thoughts on Hercules or you know any of our news items that we've discussed today, uh, you can send us feedback by by emailing us at fiveishfangirls at gmail dot com. You can also visit our website, which is the fiveishfangirls at gmail dot com. Oh, no, the fiveishfangirls dot com. Sorry, I uh, got a little bit on autopilot there um but yeah so yeah email us you can you can uh go to our website you can find our link to our social media facebook instagram youtube all those awesome things and also help support the show by donating to our patreon or to um or you know buying our merchandise or whatever else strikes your fancy of course we always as always we thank our listeners and our supporters for their support <laughs> um and you know glad you're here glad that you're uh, enjoying what we do and hopefully we will continue to make excellent content for y'all to listen to mm-hmm. hey we got a whole backlog of disney stuff to, to... <laughs> oh my gosh yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. we, we may we may have to at some point go back to like you know the the, the before we were all born. Yeah, the, <laughs> the the Walt the Walt era and just gush over you know yeah Sleeping Beauty and and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Oh, yeah. think you know, like how Disney Plus has like eras. You should like mm-hmm. do an era. Ooh, I know one that I would love to do. Sorcerer's Stone. Or the sword in the stone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I was so like, wait a minute. Sword in the stone would be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Yes. It has been a while since I've watched that. And again, fun source material to look into. Yes. Of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's of course. Yeah, yeah, that's that we, will do, we will eventually do some of the older, like, fa- you know, fairy tale based, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Walt era cartoons as well. And, you know, pff, you thought the greek mythology was messed up just wait till we talk about some of those fairy tales <laughs> oh, yes. oh yes oh yeah no. the brothers Grimm version have nothing on the disney versions Ooh. yes oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I i will say this there was one halloween several years ago where i was i was still subbing at the library and i went to and it was like october and um i was looking at the new stuff that that they'd gotten in and there was there was a couple that caught my eye and it was like you know spooky versions of fairy tales or, or spooky versions of myths uh, that wasn't the title but now i can now i'm blanking on it. i can i remember what the what the 
um, cover looked like, obviously. <laughs> it's on my Goodreads. Anyway, and it's, and I, so I checked it out because I was like, oh, it's Halloween. I'm in the middle for, I'm, I'm in the mood for spooky stuff. Well, you know, it was basically the myths as because mm-hmm. it, it advertised like oh you know this is a twist this is a twist on all your favorites and it's like no this is exactly the same i still enjoyed like, it no, this is just the source yeah. material this is the source material <laughs> right, yeah. i mean i still liked it because it was you know halloween and i was kind of in the mood for that sort of thing and the the illustrations were sufficiently creepy and i'm like this is awesome this is amazing i don't think you had to do much twisting <laughs> to make it right, yeah. yeah but it was it was still fun it was yeah for those of you who weren't in the know before the disney stuff it's going to be a twist for you but if you knew otherwise you'll still enjoy it oh yeah i, I was i remember the first time i read the original little mermaid story was traumatizing oh yeah well i was i was cinderella upset was she, no better yeah i was upset no. that, that that the little mermaid didn't get a, a happy ending i was like what the hell Exactly. Like, I, it's like I'm like, I'm like, yeah, she mm-hmm. died, but she didn't get to be with the prince. Rude. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, I thought fairy tales have happy endings. Yeah. But, again, morality tales. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we'll get to all that stuff. But yeah. you know, there, there is, there is still a place for the Disney version. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, it doesn't mean that the original isn't still available for your traumatizing pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I always say like when you like watch like the movie movies or shows that are based off something, even if it's not completely accurate or close, <laughs> it gets you interesting. Gets you it's the doorway into like finding the other stuff and yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, like I said, the rabbit hole I've been going down just learning about the, you know, the the actual mythology of of Hercules. Yeah. But quite, I love the Greek, the Greek yeah. mythology. So, oh, this is this is what Dang. I was going to mention. Speaking of, so if I, and I don't know, I'm sure I'm sure listeners have heard of this because it's everywhere now. But if you haven't read Lore Olympus, if if you're into Greek mythology and you want to read, uh, you know, it's it's a web it's a webtoon, but they've also published the first i want to say 25 chapters in a actual graphic novel probably with more on the way it's basically it's a it's a you know a a take on the hades and persephone story and it is amazing it is so good like i heard about it and i you can read it for free on on it's like webtoon.com and it's like their their biggest one um and you know you kind of it's like you know mount olympus is sort of modern day but then the mortal world is actually ancient greece um but it's it is really good and actually some of the reading i've done about the you know the hades and persephone story um i don't know it's something I, it's definitely a rabbit hole i could go down on and i'm or down uh, down and i am not gonna go onto it right now because we'd be here all night <laughs> but it is it is really good and it's not just hades and persephone but all the other gods and, and different things like that so if you are interested in fictionalized or you know you know different takes on, on greek mythology and you've already read all the percy jackson stuff yeah i was gonna say <laughs> there's percy jackson too but yeah imagine well, a lot and of I, people got that covered yeah, so if you're into Greek mythology, you probably have the Percy Jackson stuff covered. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend Lore Olympus, and I'm like, dang, I wish I'd have I'd have found this earlier. Now, 
I mean, there's like over 200 chapters, so you could, you know, sit and read it for a while. There is a bit of a hiatus right now. The cliffhanger that, that, that she left us on is kind of obnoxious, Evil? But, I, but I get why. Evil cliffhanger? Evil cliffhanger. Evil cliffhanger. And then she's like, I need to take four months off. And I'm like, well, I can understand why. But damn you! Curse <laughs> <laughs> you! In the yeah, most serious way. I've seen yes. the ad for that all over. Because, like, um... Like, you can, you can pick up the book at Walmart. Ooh. Which is like, I, I was like, holy crap, it's right here. I didn't buy it. I should have, but I'm like, oh, I can read it on Webtoon for free. <laughs> you, I mean, it, yeah. Oh. Um, say, if you like musicals, there's a relatively new one called Hades Town. I haven't seen it, but I've listened to the music, and that's about like Hades and Persephone and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like people, people talk about like, oh, how dare he kidnap her, but. There are some other interpretations of that where mm-hmm. it's more like, you know, because Demeter was so overprotective and, you know, they, you know, Persef- and that's what Laura Olympus says, like Persephone met Hades and they kind of, you know, fell in love. But so, you know, they, instead of, instead of her, him like forcing her, she comes down and she eats the pomegranate scenes will- willingly. And that's actually scholars have, have, um, have said that, that that's another that's a valid interpretation of the story it's not you know twisty it's just because you know they call it the rape of persephone well rape had a different meaning back then um and you know not actually not that long ago it's more like kidnap or take away or or something like that mm-hmm. so you know just you know again be mindful of that when you're reading these these things because these, these kinds of things because um yeah translation culture changes over time words meaning of words change and so what 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 we find you know what what we use to to describe something objectionable and and actually quite heinous these days had a different meaning back then mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. keep that keep that in mind i think having a similar conversation with my mom about how well it changed from years today it's kind of weird mm-hmm. <laughs> Where, words words are my life <laughs> Also history and yeah, how, yeah. How, how words change over time. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. shtick. Cool. Alrighty then. Well, we shall sign off for this week then. This is Brittany and Dabda saying goodnight. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Sally from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, India. I'm a big tough girl. I tie my own sandals and everything. You have been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. 
For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash Five-ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.